Coming to you via the internet and your friends at PipesMagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine radio show. The show that hopes to be as iconic, long-lasting, and durable as Donald Trump's hairdo. Now, I invite you to sit back, relax, the smoking lamp is lit. Here's your host, Brian Levine. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the Pipes Magazine radio show, the sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, but always entertaining weekly 45-minute broadcast coming to you from the smoke-filled recording studio built here at my office. I am your host, Brian Levine. Hey, it's been uh, two weeks since we've been uh, back to a regular show. So two weeks ago, I was in Germany. Last week, International Pipe Smoking Day. Now back to the regularly scheduled Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Hope everybody had a good International Pipe Smoking Day. Would love to hear what you did. I saw a lot of posts and saw a lot of things on Facebook about what people did. Today's show, Walt Canoy, pipe maker, longtime friend of mine, back in uh, making pipes. We'll talk to him in just a little bit. Music, I'm going back to the blues again. Going back to listening to some good old blues, mailbag, and rant. Hey, uh, Donald Trump reminds me, The Apprentice, Celebrity Apprentice, uh, starts up again on Sunday. I'll be watching it. Got to root on my boy uh, Brett Michaels from uh, Poison. Get into a little bit more about why I really, uh, really want to root for Brett Michaels in a couple of weeks. Uh, Daytona. No, he didn't slam you, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you, he rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. They were doing more than rubbing and racing when they uh, went through the fence on Saturday. And glad everybody's okay from that. The uh, 500 on Sunday, that was a pretty good race as well. Danica did well. So, listen, between uh, The Apprentice, American Idol, White Collar, and uh, NASCAR backfired up and in season again. My DVR's filling up quickly so lots of time in the reclining chair with a pipe in front of the big screen tv hey coming up in just a minute i'm going to get into some uh, danish pipes a couple weeks ago we did english value priced or good quality pipes at uh, at good prices i'm going to do the same thing with the danish market got a lot to get through in this show thank you for tuning in thank you to smokingpipes.com hope everybody's got a pipe sit back relax here we go There's nothing quite like fishing at dawn or smoking my genuine Missouri Meerschaum corncob pipe, an American legend since 1869. It's the coolest, smoothest pipe I've ever owned. Check them out at corncobpipe.com. Cup of Joe's has exciting news coming. Keep checking out cupofjoes.com or their Facebook page for their amazing announcement. Cup of Joe's Mount Royal Plaza, Queensbury. Cup of Joe's quality products, extraordinary prices. Welcome back. It's the Pipes Magazine radio show. Get right into pipe parts. So remember, I am the leading expert on my opinion, and here's my opinion on some Danish pipes that I think you can pick up on the estate market at a value price, and they should all smoke really well. And again, remember when I talk about a good estate pipe, I'm talking about one that has been restored and cleaned back to its original condition or as close to original as can be, not a re-engineered pipe. 
So, let's get right into it. I'll start talking right away about Stanwell. Stanwell, of course, is the big Danish brand, the one that everybody's familiar with. Stanwell making pipes in Denmark since the late 1940s. If you can find some of the older pieces with the registration number on it, you're guaranteed that that's an older block of wood, an older pipe back to the 60s and 70s at least. Stanwell also had a whole bunch of the Danish masters either working for them or helping them with designs. So oftentimes you'll see really well Danish-shaped pipes from Stanwell that have been designed and made by the great Danish masters. Keep an eye out for Stanwell's. You can find them anywhere from 120 down to 75 80 bucks on the estate market. The next brand I want to make sure everybody knows about is W.O. Larsen. Uh, W.O. Larsen, the great retailer in Denmark, had pipes made for them. The W.O. Larsen handmaids or the high grades, many, many great pipe makers, including Teddy Knudsen, former Tony Nielsen, worked for or made pipes specifically for W.O. Larsen. You'll see the straight grains and the pearls and the numbered handmaids. They'll reach up into the hundreds of dollars on the estate market. The factory-shaped ones, those were designed for them and made by some of the great factories in Denmark. You can get a great old piece of wood in a decent price again. May not have been made by one of the masters, but might have been designed by one of the masters. If you can find a good old W.O. Larsen, that's about as good as an old Danish factory pipe is going to get. A couple of smaller brands that I want to make sure everybody's aware of. Brackner. Uh, Peter Brackner was an independent pipe maker, made pipes in a small factory setting. Brackner had an incredibly unique rustication uh, rustication process or pattern made the pipe almost feel like that uh, grip tape that you'll see people put on stairways or on their decks. Uh, it not quite as harsh, but it looked just like that. Brackner pipes, when cleaned up, wonderful, wonderful, great smoking pipes that can be had on the estate market for seventy, seventy-five, eighty, ninety dollars. Chriswell, K-R-I-S-W-I-L-L, is another brand that I like to keep my eye out for. Chriswell was another factory, smaller factory style of uh, Danish pipe makers. Great, elegant Danish shaping again, and you'll regularly see the sandblasts and the smooths show up on the estate market for somewhere between $60 to $90, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. Nording. Of course, the Nording Freehands are some of the prettiest pipes on the market, and you can regularly pick up the factory or the mass-made uh, freehand pipes in the $60 to $90 range. And then the one that started it all was really Preben Home. Now, with Preben Home, you're going to get into more freehands, and you're going to see some of the uh, some of the less traditional shapes, and then you'll see some factory shapes. Those factory shapes were made in mass production. There are still some pipes coming out under the Ben Wade name. I wouldn't suggest those, but if you look at some of the older Ben Wades and the older Preben Homes, 
those brands were really the ones that started the Danish influence in the market and started the Danish freehand. Really good old wood. You have to like the freehand style. They're all bigger pieces. But again, it's a good value, a good product out there. Pipe Dan or the Dan-shaped reforms are some other interesting pipes that really kind of push the edge of design. Uh, Dan was famous for their checkmark shape. It was a straight up and down bowl with a stem with the shank and the stem coming off at a 45 degree angle look just like a check mark if you can find some of those dan pipes or the dan reform shaped pipes on uh on one of the estate auctions or one of the estate listings if you like the shape of it pick it up they were all well engineered well made good quality pipes and at a decent price Current day, uh, Bjarne Nielsen's pipes were great values for the price. Bjarne left us way too soon and was a, a wonderful personality. Uh, if you can find some one of his pipes or some of his pipes out there, try them. They're great prices. The last uh, lesser known brand that I want to mention is Refberg, R-E-F-B-J-E-R-G. Soren Refberg, small independent might pipe maker that at uh, one time in the early 70s had had a little factory going with about a half dozen to a dozen people working for him. Again, he was making really good pipes, making them really well using really good wood, and if you can find them on as an estate pipe and you like the shape of them, they're going to smoke really well for you. So again, the idea of this is to let you know of some brands that you may not have heard of, talk about some pipes that are not way out of our league for those of us that don't have money trees growing in the backyard anymore. If you've got any brands uh, on the Danish side that you like, be sure to post them in the forums and share it with everybody. Let everybody know what you think. In just a few minutes, pipe maker Walt Kanoy. Smokingpipes.com has been my family's tradition for over 10 years. My granddad enjoys his evening pipe on the front porch. My father prefers his in the study, and well, me, I like to hang outside the local coffee shop with a pipe in one hand and my smartphone in the other. The best selection is at SmokingPipes.com. They always have the exact pipe I'm looking for. Savinelli, Peterson, Dunhill, and great stuff from dozens of top artisans around the world. Plus, they have over 70 tobacco brands with 750 blends to choose from. Lighters, tampers, tobacco jars, yep, they have that too. But the best part about SmokingPipes.com is that it's easy to order from my computer, tablet, or even my smartphone. And if Granddad has trouble with technology, he can always call them at 1-888-366-0345. I heard that. Do you think I'm deaf? I'm the one who told you about SmokingPipes.com, and I had a smartphone before you. You kids today, blah, blah. SmokingPipes.com. Make it your family tradition. This is Internet Radio. Please join me in welcoming to the Pipes Magazine radio show longtime friend who I haven't caught up with lately, haven't had a chance to really catch up and see what's going on, but one of those uh, young guys when we first started out in the business together and now back making pipes again, pipe maker Walt Canoy. Walt, welcome. Uh, thanks, Brian. Um, man, it, it has been a long time uh, since we've seen or uh, uh, even got a chance to speak with each other, and uh, I look forward to doing that, and uh, hopefully we'll get that uh, situation rectified. 
Walt and I were uh, two of the younger guys at a, I think it was a Richmond pipe show when we first met, and just uh, Walt's one of those guys that I just kind of clicked with right away, and always had a, a keen eye for pipes and was doing his own thing, shall we say. Uh, Walt, where'd you grow up? Uh, actually, I grew up right here in Lakeland, Florida, where I live now. Um, right in, for those of you who don't know, it's right in between Tampa and Orlando in Central Florida. And when did you start smoking a pipe? Um, well, that must have been... Uh, the latter part of the 1990s, um, there was a full cigar boom going on, and um, I had just turned 21 at the time, um, not having smoked anything before, cigarettes or anything, I decided I was going to start smoking cigars like everybody else. So, of course, I started with the, uh, the drugstore brands of cigars with their uh, homogenized tobacco product wrappers and and, uh, and such, and uh, graduated pretty quickly from there uh, into the more um, higher-end cigars. We have a, uh, a Edwards here locally for, for the listeners who are familiar with the chain. And uh, I stopped in there and, you know, browsed their selection, picked out some nice cigars, and um, really, really got working on those after, uh, after a while of smoking cigars and visiting the Edwards, um, you know, there was one thing that struck me about walking into a pipe, you know, a real pipe and cigar shop was uh, the smell in there always reminded me of uh, visits to my uncle's house where he would sit there um, in his chair uh, sipping on his drugstore pipe with his drugstore tobacco and it smelled fantastic. And, um, you know, walking into the Edwards and seeing guys smoking their pipes and smelling that smell, um, course that that piqued my interest and um i think i i must have gone out to uh to a uh drugstore um uh, eckerd's or something like that at the time and uh um got me a gray bow off the shelf and some uh, uh some drugstore tobacco and uh messed around with that for a while then went back to edwards and uh um, started getting into you know the, the edwards uh brand pipes um, a couple of more more expensive pipes and uh, some of their uh, house blends of tobacco. Um, this was this was still in the late 90s. Um, I think that's really that's really where it all started for me was back you know in those with those Edwards pipes and those uh, Edwards tobaccos. Kind of a good a good uh, middle of the line you know something for a guy getting started and you know to really get him excited about the uh, uh, the pipe smoking. How long did until you started making your own pipes? Well, actually, it it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't too long after that. Um, you know, I wasn't I wasn't marking days on my calendar or anything, but I'd say probably within a year, um, I had bought my first pipe making kit, um, conveniently from Edwards. I don't even know if there were guys on the internet at the time selling them. Um, and and again, this was still. Uh, mid to late 90s um, so I wasn't really familiar with uh, with what was on the internet at the time fortunately that Edwards had uh, happened to have a couple of pipe making kits uh, sitting right there on the shelves and uh, I started with one of those um, uh, some rats and files and sandpaper and uh, shaped that little pre-drilled kit 
into a pipe. And, uh, of course, at, at the time, you know, being the first pipe that I made, I thought that was the, you know, most fantastic pipe in the world. It was, uh, it was perfect. It was uh, beautiful, gorgeous. Um, um, everybody, uh, everybody that I showed it to and, and um, bragged about it to um, said, yeah, oh, that's a fantastic pipe. Of course, little did I know, you know, they saw it the way that I see that first pipe now, you know, <laughs> it really was kind of a piece of crap, you know? <laughs> but that was the first one that I made, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, I, I want to say maybe that was, uh, maybe that was 96 or 97, um, that I made that. And, uh, of, of course, after that, you know, I was hooked. I, you know, started buying these, uh, these pre-drilled kits from Edwards, which by the way, the first few of them had sat on their shelf for years and years. Um, so you, you were buying ten, you were buying ten-year-old blocks of, you know, cured blocks of wood. Yeah, those things should have been priceless at that point, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they just had a few. So so probably, man, probably my first uh, my first half dozen pipes or so. You know, I made from those uh, those kits right off the shelf at Edwards. You know, after the first three, they had to order a couple more for me. Um, once I found out that I could order my own briar, and and drill my own holes and put my own stems in them. It's that they had ordered because I was making them. Ended up sitting there on the shelf again. <laughs> <laughs> so now, if anybody's in Lakeland, Florida, there may be some really old kits sitting on some shelves. <laughs> there might be. You never know. Now, your earlier pipes, and I guess what kind of struck me about them was that they were at a time when only maybe a few of the Danes were doing really extravagant designs they were very shapely you you had a real eye for following the grain was there any particular inspiration well you know there there was and and one thing you've got to understand again is um for for a lot of new pipe makers just getting into the hobby right now there's there's a tremendous wealth of information on the internet about pipe making um, and not only that, but there there are uh, so many examples of uh, uh, nice high grade pipes uh, designs and and such that that can be studied uh, right over the internet um, and uh, and emulated or you know you could learn from that and everything. But at the time, I I didn't have any of that. <laughs> um, what I knew about pipes is what I had seen at my local tobacconist. Um, with the exception of a few of the more elaborate ones that I happened to find on the internet, um, and in, including uh, a couple of names like uh, Denny Sowers, uh, Mickley Mariner. Um, back in my Edwards, we had uh, uh, some pipes by uh, Randy Wiley, um, and we also had a, a couple of more out of the box uh, Edwards freehands. But the limited exposure that I had to to some of the more outlandish stuff that was being done um, kind of told me, hey, you know, you don't you don't have to make a pipe that's you know you don't have to make a billiard, you know, you don't have to make a standard shape, you know, you can really get creative with this. And um, in the beginning, those were really the pipes that I were I was attracted to anyway. So really, that's what influenced me in my earliest work was the the, the freedom of expression that I had through the, uh, through the designs and through the shapes. You know, I, I knew that I could sit down with a block of briar and, 
you know, make it in any shape that I wanted to. You know, who cares? <laughs> Did you have any uh, any previous art background or any art training? Um, no, not not for any practical purpose. Um, I had uh, I took an art class, I think, for one term in uh, junior high school. I mean, I've always been kind of a not only a tinkerer, but you know, I've always loved to draw. I've always loved uh, to build things and make things. You know, work with my hand. Uh, fix stuff. Um, I'm, I'm sure you know the type, <laughs> and I, you know I had always been that type. I love figuring out how to do things. Um, I think above anything else, that was that was really what helped me uh, get a start in it and and uh, kind of kind of excel uh, rather quickly was to be able to take all that experience you know that I had all through my life trying to make things and fix things and build things and and uh, then apply that to that new passion of turning wood into pipes. We're going to take a break right here. We'll be back with more of Walt Kanoy in just a minute. Do you need a reliable source for ordering pipes and tobacco? Do you find it difficult to get your favorite blends outside of the U.S.? Fournoggins.com stocks all of your favorite pipes and tobaccos and ships all over the world. All forms of payment are accepted and orders are processed the same day. There are no worries when ordering from Fournoggins.com. Fournoggins.com is your source for all of your pipes and tobacco needs. We ship in the U.S. and international with no worries. Fournoggins.com for all of your pipes and tobacco needs. We are back still with Walt Canoy. Walt, you were you were making pipes and cruising right along. Then you left pipe making for a while. Uh, what were you doing? Um, well, a, a little bit of background on the story. Um, uh, for for a couple of years, I actually left pipe making in 2006. Um, for a few years before that, um, I, I was kind of having a hard time in my personal life. You know, I was um, I had some health problems. Uh, I had some uh, marital problems and some family issues going on, and um, uh, that was kind of directly affecting my uh, productivity, um, and of course, uh, that was affecting my finances. Um, I got I kind of got into a bind in uh, 2006 with uh, with my shop and the pipe making business, um, where when it came down to it, I had to uh, I had to let the shop go. Um, I guess the, you know, it's, it's really a, a tragic story, but it's a, it's in a way it's, it's a, a glorious story at the same time. Um, because, you know, my, up until that point, my sights were kind of fixed on this fulfilling of expectations that everybody had of me, you know, be a successful business owner and, and, you know, wife and kids and pick a fence and, you know, it's SUV and the American dream. Um, after I lost the pipe shop, um, I really started going through some stuff. Um, I was kind of jumping around from entry-level job to entry-level job, um, kind of also jumping around uh, as far as uh, domestic and residential circumstances as well. Um but, you know, in the middle of all that, I was really, um, I guess I was really kind of finding myself um, in that I realized that the people who were important to me in my life weren't really concerned so much about that, um, 
that illusion that I created for myself of, of you know, this, this success that I had to attain. So in the middle of all those years, um, um, I guess to get straight to the point, you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I was working these, you know, full-time jobs here and there that, you know, didn't really mean a lot to me, um, moving around, um, just kind of living life and not really worrying too much about uh, the pressures uh, of everything and those pressures of expectations um, until I got to a point where I said, um, look, my living situation is good. My relationship situation is good. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of free to, to chase my dreams again, you know, do what I want now that I've pushed aside all this crap about, you know, what I think people expect of me. And that was kind of the point where I said, man, what I really want to do is start making pipes again. Um, that would make me happy. Uh, forget all this, you know, working for the man stuff, which uh, I do not do, do well in that sort of situation. Um, uh, something about the personality type, I guess, of, of, uh, of an artist. I know it's cliche, but it is what it is. And um, I decided that um, to to supplement my my already found well-being at that point, I need to get back into making pipes. Um, so uh, a few months ago, back in, in November, uh, I finally found myself in that position uh, to say, okay, I'm going to start making pipes again. And from my side, it was a pleasure to see you pop back up again. Now, you've always you've always done stuff a little different. Would can you please explain basically in your new pipes you've got this new suede finish? Um, yeah, the uh, the suede finish is um, uh, evolution of traditional sandblasting, um, and the difference is really um, really in the equipment and the technique, uh, the blasting media. Um, all coming together to kind of give it a, a really, just really fine, detailed sandblast. And uh, what it ends up with is uh, something that kind of, the, the texture sort of resembles someone with a suede name because of that. Um, um, it doesn't exactly look like suede. It, it kind of reflects light, kind of like uh, uh, like velvet wood um, with the uh, kind of like specular highlights, you know, as, as you... Uh, move it around in the light. Um, it's really an attractive uh, finish, and like I said, you know, it's it's uh, the the mechanism is uh, just like traditional sandblasting, um, just using uh, different equipment, different media. Uh, the texture it produces, I think, is really really um, sophisticated, really tactile. Um, man, you know, if if I could put it in, into words. Uh, I suppose I wouldn't have to make it. You know, does it really lighten up? Does it lighten up the weight of the pipe like a traditional sandblast does? Yeah, it does, and and probably even more so because the the depth of the blast itself is much more uh, than what you're going to get on a traditional sandblast. So, according, uh, uh, um, not only do you get uh, a much finer detail, but you get a lot of depth to it too. And it really makes, you know, to touch it, it really kind of makes it feel like a, uh, wow, I don't even know. <laughs> it very much it, it very much reminds me of the Brackner rustication process that, that we talked about, but yet it's a, it's a sandblast. 
So in addition to the new finish, I'm also noticing more traditional shapes out of you. Uh, is that on purpose? I wouldn't say so much on purpose. Um, I mean, I, I carve what I carve intentionally, um, but I think uh, I think within the past few years since uh, uh, since I've been out of the pipe making business, um, I've had a lot of time to uh, to change my opinions about a lot of things, um, and a lot of my personal tastes and preferences have uh, have shifted as well. And coming back into pipe making, I I really just find myself more attracted to traditional shapes um, than the than the outlandish free hands and the more uh, more uh, elaborate uh, uh, intricate carvings. Not to say that I don't have plans uh, for some off, off the wall stuff in the in the future because um, you know that that is down in there inside of me somewhere. Um, and uh, and that will come to bear, so to speak. Um, but you know, when when I reach for a pipe these days, I don't know, man. I I just there's there's just something about a, a nice, well-made billiard, you know, that uh, um, that I've kind of got this new appreciation for, and uh, that's become reflected in uh, my current work. So besides pipe making. What else keeps Walt Canoy busy? Oh, you know, there's there's only a couple of things. Um, not to uh, not to sound too uninteresting, but um, um, when I'm at home and I'm not making pipes out of my home workshop, um, my dog keeps me busy. <laughs> um, and I love my dog. She's a, a one-eyed beagle German Shepherd mix that we got from the SBCA, and. Uh, um, you know, walking her and playing with her takes up my time. Um, my uh, my girlfriend, who somewhere she's actually somewhere between a wife and a girlfriend. We've been together for six years now. Um, uh, very happy together. Um, not one fight in six years. Not one argument. Ridiculous, right? Uh, wow. Can't stand to be away from each other. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but yeah, we can't stand to be away from each other. And um, she. Um, probably about a year and a half, two years ago, she decided she wanted to get involved in roller derby. And, uh, um, of course, I came along for the ride with that. So when she's not at work, she's usually going roller derby, which means when I'm not at work and she's not at work, we're both going roller derby. So um, I run the scoreboard for her roller derby team. Uh, shout out to the Lakeland Derby Dames at lakelandrollerderby.com. Uh, and uh, I also maintain the website uh, in addition to uh, creating some of their, their uh, graphics and promotional materials, flyers, uh, programs, uh, and stuff like that. Speaking of websites, your current website for your pipes is Walt Canoy, W-A-L-T-C-A-N-N-O-Y.com. That is the current Walt Canoy website, not the previous one, canoypipes.com, which is, uh, I understand, being uh, pirated by somebody and still has a few of your older pipes available on there. So anybody want to go uh, say howdy to the person that's pirated that website, hey, feel free. There's also a uh, link on there for uh, sales at canoypipes.com. So send them emails and pester them for a while. That's not the current official 
uh, website of yours. And uh, I understand that smokingpipes.com has just picked up your pipes and will have some up. Uh, yes, they have. I, I've sent them a couple of pipes. Um, it's been a long time since I've had some uh, some pipes up there at smokingpipes.com. Uh, I'm really glad to be doing business with them again. Um, they have a, a fantastic reputation. Um, they know good pipes when they see them, and, and that's what they carry. They carry great pipes. So, uh, you know, doing business uh, is not only uh, beneficial to me uh, in that um, it's kind of a it's kind of a boon to my reputation, so to speak, because people know you know when they go to smokingpipes.com, they're you know they're looking at great pipes. With that, we'll wrap it up with the fast five final questions. These are five questions, short answer, anything first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Oh, good grief! <laughs> I guess so. Here we go. Favorite pipe. Uh, one of my shop weed decks that's built off funky and has a hole in the stem and smokes fantastic. Your favorite tobacco? Um, uh, that's going to be a toss-up um, between Black Shag and Celebrated Sovereign. Your favorite drink? Uh, coffee. Favorite thing to do while smoking? Sitting in Lazy Boy watching cartoons on Adult Swim. And that answers your favorite place to smoke, because I'm going to guess it's that same Lazy Boy. It, it is, absolutely. <laughs> Walt, I want to thank you for your time. Hey, it's great to have you back. I am certainly looking forward to running into you out on the road again. Uh, thank you, Brian, and it was great talking to you. Um, and I do look forward to seeing you at us pretty soon. With that, we'll be back in just a minute. Cup of Joe's has exciting news coming. Keep checking out cupofjoes.com or their Facebook page for their amazing announcement. Cup of Joe's Mountain Royal Plaza, Queensbury. Cup of Joe's quality products, extraordinary prices. There's nothing quite like a good book, or my genuine Missouri Meerschaum corn cob pipe, an American legend since 1869. It's the coolest, smoothest pipe I've ever owned. See for yourself at corncobpipe.com. I'm Adam Remington, and you're listening to the Pipes Magazine Radio Show. We are back. I want to apologize. Uh, producer AJ tells me we've had some interference on the phone lines. We were trying to get that cleared up and couldn't get some of it, so I apologize for some of the sound issues there. Check out Walt's Pipes. Uh, Walt does some incredible design work with some really cool-looking pipes and then great execution on traditional shapes and not priced what you would think a lot of artisan handcrafted pipes should be priced at. So check out Walt's Pipes. Walt, you know, talking to him reminds me, the, the people that you meet at pipe shows, you know, it's just a, it's a priceless experience. So let's uh, recap. A couple of pipe shows coming up. Uh, March, New York Pipe Show in Newark, New Jersey, Saturday, March 9th, if I'm correct. Yes, Saturday, March 9th. April 13th, the Triangle Area Pipe Smokers Show in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'll be there. And then the big one in Chicago, May 3rd, 4th, 5th. Um, it ends up being May 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th. Make sure and come out to that. And uh, end of June, the weekend of June 23rd, Kansas City, in Kansas City, Kansas. Actually, I think it's in Overland Park, but it's in Kansas City, the Kansas City Pipe Show. 
Another great show. Those are the next ones coming up. Make sure and get out to a pipe show. You're going to meet a ton of people. Make some really good friends, learn an awful lot, see a lot of pipes, touch a lot of pipes. In a future episode, I'm going to go over a little bit of pipe show etiquette. That'll be the uh, pipe parts segment for that show. So we've been bouncing around musically for a while. I want to go back to the blues. So sit back, we'll uh, do a little uh, blues for you. The song was titled Water, the artist Albert King, the blues, jazz guitar player, left-handed guitar player, smoked a pipe and featured with a pipe on several album covers. Uh, Want some uh, pipe-smoking blues? Check out Albert King. Three little words. You've got mail. In the mailbag, lots of positive comments for the uh, discussion with Tad. 
yeah, a lot of information in there, a lot of detail. Listen to it over and over again. I've listened to it probably five times since then. Got a bunch of other stuff for Ted, so we'll definitely have him back. Uh, Rick, glad you and your wife are enjoying the show together. Would love to hear her opinion on uh, picking up the pipe. So uh, maybe one of these days we'll get a woman as a guest on here, a lady pipe smoker. That'd be a lot of fun. Let's see, Pipe Dude one thank you for posting. Thanks for your comments. A couple of new guys posting on the forums. Rover Blue and PJ Hicks, thank you for your kind comments. Welcome aboard. Hey, just a reminder, Keep let, let me know. Do you listen to each show each week on Thursday? Do you listen to it over the weekend? Or have you saved up a bunch and listened to them when you've got time to sit down for a long afternoon? Would love to hear what you, uh, what you do, how you listen to the show. Also, keep posting those comments about where you are listening from. City, state, country, city, region. Somewhere out there. Love to hear where everybody is. Got any comments or uh, questions, post them in the forums. I do read them all. Also would appreciate any iTunes uh, feedbacks or reviews that you can leave for the show. That'll help the show get discovered. Show's also available on uh, podcast.com, Podkicker for Android, Podkicker for your desktop, Spotify, Stitcher. So we're trying to get the word out there, get the show out and exposed as much as possible. I also enjoyed watching the threads on the forums about the the comment of the smoking lamp and uh, happy trails. So it's fun to see that people are paying attention, listening to what's going on in the show and talking about it too want to give you a little heads up in march towards the end of the month we're going to do a couple of on-air event promotion kind of things don't want to tip my hand too much haven't got all the details nailed down but it will require you to listen on thursday and react during the following week We'll do that in March, maybe into April as well. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll give you more details as we get closer to it. We also have more fresh professional broadcast entertainment for you right now. If you have the most amazing pipes and tobaccos collection in the world, but no car insurance, you might be a pipe collector. If you include your tobacco purchases in your weekly grocery budget, you might be a pipe collector. If you bore your friends with arcane information on draft hole size and stem construction, you might be a pipe collector. If your browser's list of favorite websites is only made up of pipe links, you might be a pipe collector. And I'll add, if you ever sold off a pipe, Missed it so much that you chased it down and bought it back. You're definitely a pipe collector. Rant time's next. This is Internet Radio. Smokingpipes.com has been my family's tradition for over 10 years. 
My granddad enjoys his evening pipe on the front porch. My father prefers his in the study, and well, me, I like to hang outside the local coffee shop with a pipe in one hand and my smartphone in the other. The best selection is at SmokingPipes.com. They always have the exact pipe I'm looking for. Savinelli, Peterson, Dunhill, and great stuff from dozens of top artisans around the world. Plus, they have over 70 tobacco brands with 750 blends to choose from. Lighters, tampers, tobacco jars, yep, they have that too. But the best part about SmokingPipes.com is that it's easy to order from my computer, tablet, or even my smartphone. And if Granddad has trouble with technology, he can always call them at 1-888-366-0345. I heard that. Do you think I'm deaf? I'm the one who told you about SmokingPipes.com, and I had a smartphone before you. You kids today, blah, blah. SmokingPipes.com. Make it your family tradition. Cowboy. Cowboy. Have I mentioned to you that I don't like to spend money if I don't have to? Have I mentioned to you that the money tree in my backyard died several years ago? Well, I like coupons. I like coupons for dinner, especially if it's a buy one, get one free. I like coupons when we go out shopping. I want to know that I'm getting the best deal for my buck. I want to know that I'm getting the most out of my money possible. However... I recently opened up a Procter & Gamble flyer. P&G, huge company, big company. Lots of coupons in there. 25 cents off a thing of Tide. What is 25 cents going to do? Is that worth my time to clip it out? No, because then it just brings it down in price to what the other brands are around it. 25 cents is an insult. You want to give me a coupon, give me a dollar. Give me a 50 cents, whatever it is. Give me something that's worthwhile to cut it out and to clip it and to carry it with me to the store. Yes, I like coupons. I use them all the time. I'll use them for dinner whenever we go out, but let's make the coupons worthwhile, please. That's the rant for today. Hey, next week, same time, Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We're back on the normal schedule again. Make sure and follow me on Facebook. Look me up, check me out. I post a few things every week about what's going on in my life. Make sure and thank the advertisers and uh, let them know that you appreciate what they do for this show. If you're interested in being an advertiser on the show, if you're a brick-and-mortar store or a independent pipe maker, we've got a special deal for you. Want to run an ad on the show? Contact Kevin Godby at pipesmagazine.com. He handles all that. Thank you for listening. Thank you to smokingpipes.com. Until next time. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and think about sunny weather. Happy trails to you. Till we meet.
You are a pipe smoker, and you just listened to the Pipes Magazine radio show.